612 on a Wednesday morning. Currently 38 degrees. Maybe not necessarily ice cream weather right this second. But, it's uh, always ice cream weather, <laughs> sir. For some people. I've been known to eat ice cream or other frozen drinks and food items in the middle of winter. So Same. All right. Uh, the reason we bring that up is because there is, sadly, in an ice cream business that's closing down. That's right. A specialty ice cream shop, T-Icy Roll, will be closing its doors. Yeah. So I remember when you wrote about them opening. That was back in 2018. Was it? Good, oh, sir. Yes, okay. it was. All right. So they've and been around for a little while. Have you ever been there? Uh, no, unfortunately. But you're familiar oh, with... Oh, yeah, I know all about what they've got going on there. I think it's just so cool the way they, like, they pour cream onto this, mm-hmm. like, cold barrel, and then they just, like, roll it up after it's frozen. Yeah, the concept is awesome. Cool. No, I've multiple times I've thought, oh, that, that's a really cool idea. Yeah, no, it's... I enjoy it. I The kids always, like, were just in awe every time just watching the whole process happen. Sure. So, yeah, they uh, shared on their Facebook page that they will be closing down at the end of the month. Wow. So time is running out to uh, to enjoy that their ice cream. I, I saw something that uh, uh, one of our listeners on Facebook commented on our Facebook page that they were sad because they also do bubble tea there, apparently. They do bubble teas, fruit teas, smoothies, slushies, and they even do sushi. So lots of stuff that's, you know, unfortunate that... That, that that type of destination is going to be disappearing. But. Right. So I, I know we've got the full story on our website or mobile app, but I thought that was kind of, you know, it's always a bummer when you hear something like that happening. So here we go are. Check it out while you can. You I still got some time that's before That's what my thought is because I, I've thought many times, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go. Now and you need to. Now I do need to. The clock is ticking, so I need oh, to get over there. The space where they at holds a very special place in my heart. Because Does it? It used to be Hollywood Video. Oh. Which I would go to like every Friday. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little extra history there for you. Oh, missed that place. <laughs> what was the what was the movie that you uh, were most excited to find? So of course, that was part of the deal is, you know, do they have the movie I'm looking for? You know. And- I mean, it's the flavor of the week, okay. you know. But uh, I do remember I bought uh, Star Wars Pod Racing uh, when because they would also like sell their video games <laughs> yep, too. Yep. So I remember that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fun. And they they had like the the wallpaper was like just different like movie famous movie scenes. Sure. And, oh, it was just so cool. I I do miss movie stores like yes. rental stores. Yes. That was I mean obviously growing up that was a big thing, but also like there was one right next to campus where I went to school in Bemidji. Like, literally, walk half a block, and there you are. It was a blockbuster. Yeah. I would um, ride my bike to Hollywood. Yeah, it was great. It'd be, I mean, random Friday night, nothing going on, especially as a mm-hmm. freshman. The freshman dorms were right there. Uh, so, like, what are we doing? Let's go rent a movie. a movie. And then they would do, like you said, sales. I have a, I still have a bunch of DVDs. Mm-hmm. I actually have one. <laughs> I've never watched, but I was like, I've never seen this before. I'll buy it for a dollar. Um, the other guys. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. I actually, so I'm trying to decide how I work it because there's a few people I know that are not a fan of that movie. And now that I have it, like I, I said, I watched it once. Um, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but there is still a video rental place in the area. There is. Yeah, we're way off, off path. It's now. fine, though. Yeah, there is. It's, it's superior, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I drive past it all the time. I'm like, wow, that's like prehistoric. Stop in sometime. Bring the kids there. That'd be a heck of an experience. They ask about it. Do it. So That I'm would make, I mean, go. just the one time, that would be a very memorable experience for you and the kids. Indeed. Do it. Indeed. 
All right, coming up later on this morning, more chances to win Flow Rida tickets. We are continuing our giveaway. And remember, everybody that wins tickets calls in, claims your tickets. You're also then in the pool to win money. We do that Thursdays. So that's tomorrow. We're doing another round of uh, money we're going to give away. So if you have not done so, enter your name on our mobile app for that chance to win tickets and potentially even money with the uh, Money Madness giveaway here, Mix and so we mentioned this earlier that there's a uh, Vikings experience that's being made available starting this year. I think it's kind of interesting. Yes. Uh, so interesting the, is a word for it. The person behind it is former Minnesota Vikings quarterback Tommy Kramer, who is pretty. I, I, think, I like to think of him as kind of like one of the more accessible former Vikings players. Like yes, he pops up and does like a couple years ago he did a karaoke event at Askov. Yep. You know, just as an example, like he just does these things around the area, which is, you know, kind of neat. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he just does things for attention too. Can I say well, that? <laughs> I'm sure. Well, like so, when he, when he like shared his, uh, what was it? The Packers, the Packers urinal. urinal. Oh, oh yeah. Look at me. That, that, that was certainly, I mean, it was jabbing at the Packer fans and it got a conversation going oh, online, yeah. obviously. Um, so he, over the last couple of years, has built a a mini fleet of limousines. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years ago, he bought a, an eight-passenger limo that he had painted up purple, and uh, it's got some Vikings decals on it. Well, then last year, he added another one to the fleet, so he's got two. Um, the other one is like a an SUV-style limo that'll hold up to 15 people. Nice. So he's... He's out there kind of promoting these as a thing you can rent, right? That's fine. Yeah. Um, then he announced, being that he's got the two of these things now, and he had the second one he added last fall sometime. Then he uh, announced here over the winter that he started um, offering these interesting Vikings experiences that include a ride from anywhere within 400 miles of the Twin Cities. Oh. So they'll come and get you, whether you're in Minnesota, Iowa, North, South Dakota, Wisconsin, even into, could you imagine driving a Vikings limo in Packer country? I mean, I'd be down. I feel like you probably get a little, you know, there might be some people that might throw cheese at you. Could you, so say, hypothetically, you live in Superior. Right. Could you have them take the Wisconsin way down? Just to troll people? Yeah. Probably could. Um, so anyway, this this experience that he's offering, it's something you you gotta you gotta buy, pay for, uh, obviously. So it includes a limo ride. They pick you up from anywhere within 400 miles of the Twin Cities. They bring you and up to, depending on the size of the vehicle you rent, you can choose either one, eight or 15 people. Um, bring you down to the Twin Cities the night before a Vikings home game. You party at Tommy Kramer's house. <laughs> That's interesting to me. That's that's, uh, that, that's an interesting angle on the whole hey, thing. You want to pee in my Packers urinal? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how he'd say it. Um, so again, go down, hang out. Uh, you do as a part of the deal. You do get hotel lodging, so it's not like you're sleeping on his floor. Well. Um, <laughs> so it's not to sleep over at Tommy's house, but you party at his place the night before. You get a hotel stay. Then the limo dr- drives you to U.S. Bank Stadium for a. Uh, tailgate party before the game. Ooh. You go to the game, and then you get driven back home. So but, it's kind of an interesting experience yeah. um, in the sense that you get to ride down to the Twin Cities, get a hotel stay. The the side benefit of hanging out with Tommy Kramer <laughs> at a party at his house the night before. Um, the only caveat is does not come with tickets to the game. You got to buy those separately. Aww. But um, when you do the math on it, because I was thinking, okay, so how how expensive is this per person if you fill one of the vehicles up? 
Right. And it actually comes out to four to $500 per person, depending on which size vehicle you get. And if you have the vehicle to capacity. So do you think about that transportation, lodging the night before a tailgate party, party at Tommy's? I mean, that's it's not too bad. You got to still buy tickets on top of that, but. It came in a package where you could just pick a different quarterback that you can hang out <laughs> ah, with. Who would you pick? Uh, obviously, Ponder. Just kidding. Spurgeon Jeez. wins. Spurgeon. Uh, Dante, Dante Culpepper. Okay. That's who I What's he up to with. these days, I wonder? You know, that is a solid question. <laughs> I I don't even think he knows. Probably just hanging out in Florida. That's where he's from, I think, if I remember right. It's Florida. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he, he just announced over the winter these these opportunities and apparently they're being the schedule is just announced they're still available so if you want to drop some coin he is a lawyer in florida now really yeah good for him oh look at that i mean not to say he's not a great lawyer but it would be weird to be having a, a former athlete as my lawyer i'd do it okay <laughs> just because like the spectacle of it all like my lawyer is oh just kidding that was brad culpepper not dante Ooh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, apparently, he just now spends time at the University of Central Florida. Oh, okay. Just hanging out, like just yeah. walking around. Hey, everybody. I'm Dante. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Would have been a lot cooler if he was a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> good story, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's what man. I'm here for. Yeah, that oh, was cold, good. hard facts. That was good. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so, if you want to learn more about these... It's interesting Vikings experiences. It could be a lot of fun. Even just the idea of showing up in the Vikings um, limo and, and having the tailgate party before the game and everything else. It's a, it's a neat idea. So, and Ian would just say, well, it's, okay, quick side note. Yeah. So he offers these, lim- these limos for rent anytime. You could, you know, for prom, for a wedding, for whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you could actually, there's an add-on for the rental. <laughs> this is kind of, like, it makes you wonder. Is he just hanging out at home waiting for people to call? Um, because he offers he offers as a an add-on to renting the limo, Tommy hanging out with you on your ride wherever you're going, like in the limo with you. Okay, but like, hear me out though. Like, you know, you go down to the cities for like a bachelor party. And right. Like, if I have the extra money, yeah, sure. I'm like, hey, uh, former, Two Tommy hanging out in the limo with Vikings you. quarterback hanging yeah. out with me at my bachelor party. Let's and so, do it. not only does he hang out with you for your party, but he also everybody in the vehicle gets a signed autographed uh, jersey. Oh, see, that's okay. So, you know it's, what? It's, it's, it's a neat idea. That's a valuable add-on if you're going to do You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, interesting business uh, ideas from this guy. So, Mr. Mr. Tommy Kramer, number nine. Look at that. Um, you can learn more about We've got pictures of these va- vehicles and everything else. It's on the Mixed Mobile app, mixitaway.com. But shout out to him. Ian, we need to get you a limo. We sure do. A red limo. A red limo. Well, you get the, the red hair. Do we have to put a picture of me on the hood? On the hood. All right. Just like the one with Randy Moss on the one hood, it'd be you. Just a big face with you doing like, hey, what's happening? Finger guns. Or can we be like, have me like laying down in like a, like, you know, what you would do in front of a fireplace? You know, one On of the side, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, on the hood, it'd just be your face. Oh, great. Wonderful. <laughs> somebody, you pull up behind somebody, look in their rearview mirror, it's just a giant oh, Ian God. head. Oh, yikes. There's an image for you. Uh, coming up here, 
in less than an hour. We are giving you the chance to win some Florida tickets. That first name we're picking is coming up around 720 this morning. Make sure when you hear, if you hear your name, call in and claim your tickets. And we're doing a couple of those through the day today. First one, 720 this morning here, Mix 108. 39 degrees on a Wednesday morning. And this is an interesting business model. So there's a company that is just launching. They're called Telly. Okay. They have an like I said, an interesting business model. I want to get your take on this. So here, here's the deal. The person behind this is actually the same person that developed the streaming TV service, Pluto TV, which is a free streaming service, okay. uh, and then sold it for a big amount of money. So now their next business plan is this new service called Telly, and the idea behind it is they're, at least to start, they're going to give away TVs. Okay. And you might think, hold on. They're giving away TVs. How's it a business model? What's the catch? Exactly. There's a catch here. So the user, the end user, if you sign up to get one of these things, gets a 55-inch 4K TV, which the company says is valued at around $1,000. So if that's true, that's a higher-end 4K TV. Yeah. Because you can get 4K TVs for a couple hundred bucks. Right. But the nice ones are still $1,000 plus. So uh, there's... A catch, as you mentioned. The catch is, it's not just a TV. There's a second screen below the main screen that offers some other things. So the TV itself, just to give you an idea, 55-inch TV has three HDMI ports, over-the-air tuner, so you can watch over-the-air TV if you want to. It has an integrated sound bar, so it sounds like a high-quality TV. However, it also includes a second screen. It's a nine-inch tall screen that sits below the main screen, and uh, it's attached to the set, and they say that it's going to be designed to do a couple things. Now, some of this, I think, is kind of cool. Yeah. But some of it's a little weird to me. Okay. So what Telly says is the screen, which runs the whole width of the TV, will be used to display news, sports scores, stock prices, like information people are always curious about at a glance. But also, a corner of that screen, a small portion of it, will be playing ads 24-7. And when I say 24-7, I mean even when you're not watching TV, it's playing ads. Uh, See, (laughs) no. There's one more hitch to this whole thing. You might think, okay, for a free $1,000 4K TV, I can live with ads in my living room. Can you? There's no sound as far as I can tell. It's just a visual presence. It's not too bad. So it's just like light bouncing around. If you're sitting, you know, visiting with people in your living room, you got a little, you know, ad playing for whatever. Um, you can't skip these ads. They're just there playing the whole time, even when you're not watching TV. Um, the CEO says that the device will be completely free, uh, for the way they're starting this company out. Um, the, the business is entirely supported by advertising and affiliate revenue, which is going to play through either getting your information on the information portion of that second screen or an ad on the ad portion of the second screen. So aside from the always there ads, there's one other thing that's kind of interesting. So they announced that um, there's also a sensor that will track how many people are in the room and watching TV at any given time. Oh, that's a little weird to me. That's super weird. I don't yeah. like that. Yep. Um, where did, where I was just reading a little bit more about this particular detail. Where did it go here? Oh, um, I, I bumped my mouse and it scrolled. <laughs> Hold on. You mouse bumper. I know. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, the TV will have a built-in sensor that can detect the number of people who are watching at any particular time. Um, The CEO emphasized that the uh, TV's features do comply with privacy regulations. But still, you're 
you're providing a a live real time tracking of how many people are in your living room at any given yeah. moment. So there's uh, no, that. No. Um that's a little weird to me. But some people might say, you know what? You know what? Yeah, free thousand dollar TV. Free thousand dollar TV. Um and you, some people might argue, well, I could cover up the second screen, whatever. Something tells me that probably there would be some problems with that. Yeah, I'm I'm going to give it a no. It's a no so, for me, man. One other note about this TV, because you might think for $1,000, you know, it'll have streaming apps built into it. Most TVs do. Most TVs are smart TVs and have them. This is, aside from the second screen on the bottom, in essence, a dumb TV. <gasps> um, it doesn't have any smart streaming capabilities on its own. You need to plug a device into it. They actually are packaging with it a Google TV device um, with with the Android built into it for streaming, or you could plug an Apple TV in or a Roku or whatever. Okay. But the TV itself does not is not capable of streaming. You need to plug something into it. Yeah. So see, that's not a big deal to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So interesting business idea. I'm curious to see if it takes off. The whole company is just making money on ads, giving I'm, away TV. I'm sure they'll get a few people to sign in. Sign oh, on. I'm sure. So interesting. Very hmm. curious. But you're not in. No, I'm I'm out. I yeah I I'm not in on that too. I say that now until my TV at home dies, and then I'm like, uh, that's you know what? That thousand dollar TV yeah. for free sounds kind of good right now. <laughs> Going to find a way to fake the sensor. That's that's the thing that trips me up the most. I could I could un, I, I could ignore the ads. Yeah, the sensor, like mm-hmm. keeping track of. Granted, most of the time it's just me at home anyway, but still. Even though it's that's a weird feeling to me. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. But I don't. I don't want to know about who's spying on me. There's clearly some market value because this they're investing lots of money into this company. So good luck to them. Coming up next hour, a chance to win some tickets to see Florida, Twista, and Ian. Who got added to that show? <gasps> Nappy Roots. Yes. Yeah, so Three Acts going to be doing a show at Bayfront in uh, this summer, and we're giving away tickets. The first chance to win today is coming up in about 20 minutes here in Mixon 08. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. A Massachusetts man was upset after he tried to stay longer at a hotel called Extended Stay America. Okay. He claims (laughs) that the title says Extended Stay, so he felt that he should be able to stay longer without paying for an extra night. I see what you're doing, buddy. But yeah, didn't work. He became no. so upset that the hotel employees denied him of a free extra stay that he started yelling and threatening. And when officers arrived, he began spitting and attempting to punch them. How long had he stayed there prior to his stay? One night. Needing to be ex- one night. One night. <laughs> He then refused to check out because he thought he deserved a free night because it was called extended stay. It's not how it works. No, not at all. Oh, man. Going down to Florida, a turtle happened to go below the speed limit no. and caused multi-vehicle crashes. Uh, what? Was, just, was it driving? Nope. Nope. It was walking. And then people aren't paying attention. They see a turtle. They slam on the brakes and then boom, ten car pile up. Jeez, yes. Please, please pay attention while you're driving. No kidding. Wildlife is out there, man. Well, and, and I mean, as long as you're paying attention, turtles aren't super hard to see. I mean, was it a big turtle? I mean, I I could see this turtle. 
Okay. Like I'm, the the picture they show is from a semi truck traffic cam. Okay. And it was clearly visible. Basketball size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pay attention and also, you know, make sure you're paying attention to the cars in front of you too. Mm-hmm. Ish. And then lastly, a <laughs> Canadians are in an uproar when a Montreal dog park put a brand new no barking sign up. <laughs> a, I'm going to say it slower, Nick. A no barking sign at a dog park. How are you going to enforce that? That's what I want to know. People are so upset if your dog is found barking at this dog park, you could be fined between $500 and $2,000. You are literally making it so people are not going to want to take their dogs to the dog park. No kidding. Why do you ask? Why is this a thing? Well, I was going to ask. I'm guessing there's an uh, angry neighbor. I'm a little fired up here. But it's because there's a few neighbors uh-huh. in the area that are complaining mm. the dog park is too loud. So the city decided to put up a sign that says no more parking because that's gonna work <sighs> that's just wrong eh? that's that's like putting up a sign at a playground saying uh be quiet kids i mean yes, come on that is absolutely ridiculous to me and i think honestly i think it's dumb i think it's <laughs> dumb that they put a no barking sign up at a dog park i mean it's uh, i understand maybe the dog park and the people that are living near the dog park didn't choose to be near each other necessarily right but there they are Still, how are you going to... Mm, City Hall is about to get a lot of dog poop on their front steps. <laughs> and that is going to do it for my toolbox. So before we get into this next story, which sounds like just a messy day for somebody, uh, we just got a message into the station. Somebody goes, uh, related to the dog park story, dogs can't even read those signs. How are they going to follow the rules? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> how, are you supposed to, how are you supposed to control something that's natural? Like you're going to tell a dog not to bark? I know. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. All right. So this is... This is on a different level, bizarre. This happened in Minnesota. There's somebody. Uh, do we know was more than one person impacted by this? Two people, but only one person like came out and said something. Uh, a very messy, gross situation. <laughs> Take it away, Ian. <laughs> well, so basically, a stinky brown mess rained down, and uh, one Minnesota family believes that it was de poop. Oh, gross. Yeah, so this happened down in Burnsville. A woman was going through a Caribou Coffee drive-thru. Okay. When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, splat. These like liquid, brown, smelly stuff. And so she had like a five-year-old in the back. And right away, the five-year-old was like, Mom, that's poop. (laughs) Oh, no. The woman got out of her car, went to the car in front of her, and was like, what just happened? Because it only happened in that area. It was nowhere else. So first off, bold move to get out of your vehicle after this happened. Because what if more falls out of the sky? That's what I'm saying. I'm staying. Roll the windows up. I'm staying in my vehicle. Like I could not imagine what would go through my mind if I'm sitting in a car waiting for coffee. And then all of a sudden my car just gets splattered with this like stinky brown liquid. Well, she's like, did someone throw something at us? Like, right. what what is happening here? But it came like from the sky. So it was like it was like rain. Yes, like muddy rain. But like just a quick little sploop, just plopped. Gross. Yeah, I just I can't. Oh, so do we know? Because when this story first popped up, I know there was lots of speculation. What could have caused this? So people think it's it was a plane. Okay, but you know, if if you know anything about planes, they empty the 
tank or bathrooms or whatever it is once the plane is ground on the ground. Yeah, they don't just go spraying that across the country. However, <laughs> could you imagine? Just there's a button in the cockpit for the pilot, just like, and we're gonna dump the load. And here. we're over Iowa. Here we go. Yeah. Ooh, Iowa. <laughs> I don't know. I just picked a random. So my guess is it's possible that the what is it? What is it? What is it? Um, the sewage system uh, area exploded. <laughs> wasn't tightened all the way and a little bit leaked out because so there is a it the caribou is on a flight path okay so of oh, course yep, so when the plane lands, was a mechanical issue yes that's what i'm thinking oh. again there's no like word of what actually happened Well, because another theory was that it was maybe some kind of bird that's stuff. a lot of poop unless well, so unless it was like a bunch of birds birds fly in flocks you know, sometimes. Are they on the same pooping schedule? Do they, like, time out when they're like, <laughs> all right, Bob, do your thing. Marcy, Lou. Maybe these birds were, I don't know. <sighs> Yikes. Well, that's not great. Yeah, hopefully um, they figure that out. How many car washes do you, like, go through after that? Well, because didn't I, I, I think I remember hearing in this uh, that they went through a car wash and it still stunk, didn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the car looks clean, but the smell is still there. Oh, no. Yeah. Going to be hanging all those little trees all over your car. <sighs> Happy little trees. Oh, those poor. And again, the fact that it's so specific, like two cars. Yes. Like that. you talk about the rain cloud following you around. What about that cloud following you around all day for the stink cloud? Oh, man. Yeah, even the caribou coffee worker went to hand out the coffee and was like, <laughs> does it smell out here? Well, okay, so imagine, if you will, so those two vehicles impacted. That's awful. Yep. But imagine also working at that caribou, and every time you open the drive through window, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's on the ground. Yikes. Oh, gross. Well, that's unfortunate. And hopefully those two people have uh, a better better days ahead. Honestly. Man. Oh, no, thank you. If you want to read the full story, check out more, though. I got it on the Mix 108 app and, of course, Mix108.com. Ian, we're Yo. giving away Florida tickets. <gasps> we sure are. Look at that. It's seven, well, seven twenty-one. Yeah, but it's around. It's about that time. Yeah, we don't. We don't promise exactly on the dot, but around seven twenty every morning. Their first chance to win tickets to see Florida. Uh, joined by some other acts as well. Going to be at Bayfront next month, and we're looking forward to bringing uh, lots of folks, lots of listeners to the show. And uh, now's your first chance to win. So if you've entered your name on our mobile app, you're now in the pool of listeners that could be seeing your name drawn. Right now to win tickets. And Ian, who's the person that needs to call in? Ooh, let's see. Danielle Miller. Danielle, you're on the clock. You got five minutes to call in. Claim your tickets. Call in to our studio line, 7402-740-2649. And do so within five minutes. And you've got a pair of tickets that are yours. Uh, and then also you're putting in our drawing for cash, which we're giving away on Thursday mornings. And by the way, tomorrow is Thursday morning. So you could be winning some money as well as these tickets that you could call in and claim in the next few minutes. You're in Mix 108. So we're getting into mosquito season. Yes. Soon enough. I, I, I Hopefully it holds off as long as possible. Oh, well, I feel like tick season came early. So well, tick season, as soon as, it's, no, you, as soon as you can see bare ground, the ticks could be out. I hate that. So that's how that works. But uh, the mosquito season is a little more delayed, thankfully. Um, so a lot of people end up finding themselves a little more attractive to mosquitoes than others. I know among a group of friends, there might be one or two people that are always swatting mosquitoes while others are not dealing with nearly as many issues. Is it because of my sexy blood? (laughs) So it is related to scent. 
Oh. Uh, you know, and, and that that's a big factor of how mosquitoes find their their victims, their prey, is through scent. And there have been previous studies that have looked at just the natural odor of a person playing a role in how attractive they are to a mosquito. Just your natural odor and bacteria you might have on your skin, other factors related to your physiology that could play a role in attracting mosquitoes. But there is some new research done that finds that there could be another factor on top of that, that plays a role in your level of attractiveness to mosquitoes. Listen, just tell me what I need to put on and I'm wearing it every day. Well, it's, it's actually what you're already putting on that could be playing a role. So they found that uh, certain varieties of soap may increase or decrease your level of attractiveness to mosquitoes. Oh, I feel like that makes sense. Uh, so they they did. It was not a very very deep thorough study, but they had. But it's interesting. Just follow along here. Okay, I'm here. Um, I'm with you. So there was some some researchers. That it wasn't like it was Bob out in his yard doing this. It was actually some scientists that did this research. So. I trust Bob. <laughs> he seems like a trustworthy guy. I get it. So what they did was they uh, they they sampled four different varieties of of body soap. Okay. And they they did a control study where they would um, use a nylon sleeve just with somebody's natural body scent, and then they would have them wash with the soap to see if it played a, if it made a difference. And they found that some varieties of soap did make a difference, uh, making people in some cases more attractive to mosquitoes. Interesting. And so the varieties that they tested, uh, and it's not like every soap in these brands lineups are the same, right. but Dial. Dove and Simple Truth varieties were examples of soaps that made participants more attractive to mosquitoes compared with their unwashed odor or a few other varieties of soaps. Well, and then they used native body wash too. Correct. Yeah. And that's another variety uh, that did not actually, it, it, it had the opposite effect. Native uh, actually made people's Ooh. scent less attractive. Uh, the researcher said that Dial and Dove soaps in particular contain a chemical compound associated with the smell that appeared to be attractive to mosquitoes. Uh, so, interesting. <laughs> and I use one of those soaps, so this oh, makes sense. Oh, aha, aha. The researchers did say that we're not all equal when it comes to how much we attract mosquitoes, and there are other factors like your natural body odor and everything else about you that could play a role in that too but your soap or also another thing that to consider is perfume cologne deodorant other things that smell that you wear play a role in that too hey i was once asked by a nurse why my skin is so soft where i replied dove baby (laughs) did you really i sure did that's a i feel like that's a cheesy ad opportunity there hey made her laugh Um, there was some research done last year um, that found that some people's natural scent, as I mentioned, make them more mosquito magnets than others as well. A person's genetics, their diet, and bacteria on their bodies do also influence their smell and attractiveness to mosquitoes, according to researchers. So, yeah, things you eat, um, there's a lot of factors that play a role. I just don't like mosquitoes. I know. I'm I don't big dumb, man. I don't know many people that do, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so they also cite there are hundreds of types of mosquitoes, and there are only limited varieties that actually are interested in people. Because there are other mosquitoes. Because everybody goes, what's the point of mosquitoes? Well, there are actually some varieties that are that are actually um, pollinators. Really, like, they're not interested in people's blood. They they're just flying around. Like, why can't we have more of those and less of these blood suckers? I don't know, man. 
Listen, if we can get rid of the blood-sucking mosquitoes and ticks, I would be a very happy individual. Wouldn't it be great? Yes, it would. I know, you know. But don't don't a lot of, like, uh, other things prey on, like, mosquitoes and they stuff? They do, yeah. Bats and, and, I mean, all sorts of things eat mosquitoes. Yes. Is that your bat impression? That's my bat for you. That was, that was amazing. I learned it in the my, bat cave. My day is so much better for that. I know. I knew it would be. So uh, something to consider is maybe, I mean, not that I'm going to tell you your soap is bad, but maybe change up your soap and see if it impacts you if you're someone that uh, has a lot of mosquito problems. The other thing to consider is the, the great equalizer is a good uh, insect repellent because mm. that'll cover up. I mean, then you smell like bug spray. But that'll cover up your... <laughs> Listen, I will do one week of using nothing but Dove and one week of using nothing but Native, and I will report back. I look forward to hearing what happens there. Thank you. You're welcome. For science. I'll do it for you. Yes, for science! Love that. Uh, coming up next hour, another chance to win some Flow Ride tickets. Stay in tune for that chance to win if you've already entered your name into our mobile app. Uh, you could be drawn soon if you haven't. Enter your name on our mobile app for a chance to win. Also, uh, no, more music to be announced. We've got the uh, State Fair announcing some new oh, music yes. acts. We'll talk about those next hour here in Mix 8. So I'm noticing this hour as I'm looking at what we have. It's a very uh, music-heavy, uh, concert-heavy hour. We've, of course, we'll be giving away some tickets to see Florida soon. I'm okay a, with it. In a couple, oh, me too. I, I love live music. Uh, so the tickets, we're going to be drawing uh, another name for the Florida giveaway here momentarily. But first, uh, Glenn Sheen announced their lineup for their summer free concerts on the Pier Series. Oh. If you've not done one of these before, make plans to do one of these. It, I, I did one last year. It was actually my first one. So fun. And the fact that you get to hang out right on Lake Superior, beautiful grounds of, of Glen Sheen, and watch music being played on the pier. Super cool. They've got uh, food and beverage there. And even better, if you want to paddle up on a kayak or a paddleboard, or uh, there was some people in, like, inner tubes that were out there, people that showed up on boats. Love you can that. listen on the on the water. Yes. Because the way they have it set up is they've got the band or singer or whoever they have out there on the pier, so you could surround the pier with your watercraft and, and watch from the water. Ooh, I might have to go on my birthday. Do oh. it. Is there an act playing on your birthday? The Brothers Burn Mountain. Nice. So Glen Sheen, uh, they're kicking off their summer Wednesday free event series with four weeks of beer garden events before they get to the live music. So the month of June is going to be dedicated to Wednesday night beer garden events. And what's neat about these is they're going to have a featured local brewery that's on site every Wednesday through the month of June. And a part of the deal is so you get to show up and hang out at the grounds. It's free to enter. Um, of course, you got to buy your drinks just so you know that you're not going to get in free beer. Um, but there's also then uh, what they call a brew talk. So the featured brewery will then offer a little little opportunity to uh, – to learn a little bit about them as a part of the event. So the lineup is um, includes Ben Paddle, Hoops, Ursa Minor, and Castle Danger. Great local breweries. They're going to be part of the deal. And then the music kicks off July and August, and they have nine weeks of music that are kicking off on July 5th with the Slamming Doors, as you mentioned, um, your birthday. Yes. The uh, the Brothers Burn Mountain, but another a number of other acts. Uh, New Salty Dog playing in August, another one that a lot of people might know. Um, but we got the full lineup on our mobile app and our website. Um, just such a cool venue to see music at. An, an intimate venue. The only recommendation to have if you're planning on going is if, you, if you're going by water, Glen Sheen does remind you, even if you're bringing a kayak or something like that, you have to launch from elsewhere. You can't do so from on right. the grounds. So you have to paddle up from elsewhere. And there are other places you could launch from. 
Um, but the other thing is we're going to be on shore. Try to get there right away. It's from five to eight. Um, get there to claim your spot because it, they do get busy. You know, it is, it's, they say it's their most popular events of the summer. And for a good reason, it's free live music right on the, I mean, they're literally playing on the water. So. I might have to break my Glenshine Cherry. You've never been there before? I've never Dude, been to Glen you've Sheen. lived in Duluth I your entire life. I understand what you're saying to me. I've never been. Oh, my good. Okay. We're going to go to a music event this summer, Ian. All right. We're going to do it because it, they're, they're so cool. Uh, plus, just in general, they always have neat stuff going on there. Have you, you've, you've never done the Christmas tree thing even. I've never been to Glenshine. Oh, my goodness, dude. You I are, have no specific reason. You're I'm missing just, out. That's your I've reason. I've never been. Man, well, this could be their, your reason to get over there finally. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Again, you can check out the full lineup of their events on the Mix Mobile app and the MixItAway.com. Got them all breaking, broken down for you. Uh, Ian, speaking of live music, just down the shoreline at Bayfront, there's going to be a show, big show, Flow Rider, Twista, and just added, who's joining them, Ian? Nappy Roots. Ah, nah. Three acts, one night. Bayfront, we have tickets we're giving away. And if you've not done so, enter your name. It's our, we're calling it Money Madness Giveaway because there's also a chance to win money on Thursdays, but uh, a number of people winning tickets. I'm getting a bunch of messages now. You've never been to Glen Sheen. <laughs> you're what welcome. am I admitting to people? Oh, you're going to be shamed. You're going you're gonna to spend okay. every week there now. I am. Because there's all this stuff shame. going on there. Um, anyway, so we've been yes, taking entries sorry. for these flow rider tickets. And if you've not done so, go to our mobile app, tap on the Money Madness button, enter for your chance to win the tickets. Uh, we're doing multiple winners every day, but then also every week on Thursday morning at 730, we're drawing among all of our winners for cash. So that's why we're calling it Money Madness. Um, we got a ticket or a, a winner we're going to announce this. I know it's not exactly 820, but do we have a, a winner uh, in mind for our tickets this hour? Always, Nick. Who is it going to be? Always. This hour is going to be Craig Lundin. Craig, call in. You got five minutes to call in. Claim your tickets. 740 to mix 7402649. Get a pair of tickets to the show. Just got to call in, claim them. And then you're also putting the drawing for our money we're giving away tomorrow morning. So again, Craig, five minutes to call in. 740 to mix. Uh, coming up later on this morning, more concert talk. An interesting thing a big name musician did recently. Uh, at a concert that might get you a little upset. We'll share those details soon here in Mixon 08. I feel like most people would be very upset if this happened. I so, wouldn't because I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> wow. Not a fan. Okay, fair enough. So this happened earlier this week. Lil Wayne was headlining a show in uh, L.A. And he was not very happy with the vibe of the crowd. Uh, it was the final stop of his uh, Welcome to the Carter Tour. Um and uh, the show happened for about 30 minutes, and then he decided to end it. He decided to end the show because... After playing for 30 minutes? Yeah, so so he did a little bit. He went off stage for a brief intermission while other performers performed. He came back out, and he said... There, there's some vulgar words, so I'm going to kind of uh, pare this down a little bit. Okay. But basically... um. He said that uh, we work really hard for this. You guys basically don't seem to be into it. We're done. Ooh. He sets the microphone down on the stage and walks off stage after 30 minutes of the performance happening. Did he at least try to hype up the crowd? 
So, don't know, don't really have uh, any personal take on the show itself. Wasn't there, I can't find it. I found some video of him doing this. Okay. Um, but don't have any video of the show itself. Um, but yeah, he basically said the, the, the lack of interest from the fans just was off-putting, saying, hey, we, we work really hard, and we don't want to bend over backwards for you guys if you're not going to appreciate it. And that was it. He ended the show. So I understand that's frustrating for a performer to, you know, go out and do what you love and the crowd's not into it. But at the same time, like, how upset would you be for spending money on this show Mm -hmm. and then having the performer perform less than what you expected and then just, yeah, basically you guys suck them out. Yeah, there are, there's a number of people who were at the show that tweeted about how they were upset. They're looking for reimbursements from the ticket provider. Um, the, could you imagine being, I'm a, so I'm picturing being the people at the venue, security, because after this happened, a little while later, the lights came on and an announcement came over the, the loudspeaker saying, all right, you guys need to leave now. Could you imagine being one of those people? Like, you did not make this decision. That would be my last day on the job. Oh, my goodness. That would be awful. Uh, lots of people very unhappy with the situation, and uh, I just, I don't, like, have you ever been at a concert that was shorter than you anticipated, or the, the, the performer did something weird? So, um, I mean, technically, yes. So, Juicy J came to Clyde years okay. ago, and it was my first hip-hop rap show, and uh, first of all, he was two hours late. Jeez. And then he performed like only his verse of Three Six Mafia songs. Okay. And then was like done. Wow. So I'm like, I waited all this extra time for you to come in and maybe perform like 20 minutes and then leave. Sure. <sighs> the- Upsetting. <laughs> so th- I, I've never personally been at a show where this has happened, but you hear stories about, about artists that will do the show, but they'll also like get into it with fans. Um, oh. One example is the guy from Smash Mouth like yelling at a fan and then they started throwing bread at him. Yes! That was probably like, at least five years ago. It was oh. a show out in Colorado. Um, stuff like that or there's other instances where, you know. It's a great video, by the way. It's wild video. Um, we're, by the way, we're getting a bunch of, of messages in from our mobile app. If you uh, have thoughts on this, feel free to send one in yourself. I'll read those in a second. Thank you for sending those in. Um, it's... <laughs> It's interesting when you get people that uh, on stage get into it with a with a fan over something, and then they kind of divert the entire show, the whole vibe of the show, to a very pointed incident with one person or a small group of people. It kind of deflates the whole thing, right? You know, and it's tough. Like you're on stage, and somebody gets your attention, and they get under your skin. And shame on the people that get under the skin of the performer. You're there to enjoy, right? Not uh, to yeah. not to make fun of them. Hopefully. Um, anyway, so I mentioned we've been getting some feedback in from some listeners, and I, I agree with some of these sentiments. So Jessica said, when I heard about this, I couldn't believe it. Um, I would be outraged after spending money on a concert and That's only getting a sample of what I paid for. Um, Mark said, isn't it up to the performer to set the vibe for the show? Yes. That's why I asked, did he hype, <laughs> did he hype up the crowd? That's what I'm saying. Um, and so he said, maybe he was having an off night. Mark did. Maybe. You know, it, it's tough because everybody has days where you're you're not feeling 100%. You're not up to your potential. Right. You know, and I don't know that that's the case. Don't know anything about it, but, you know, that could be an element. Uh, Elizabeth said, I had something like, like this happen at a smaller show one time. She said, I was really mad. I couldn't imagine spending even more money for a bigger name and basically getting ripped off for a half hour. Yeah. Man. Because, I mean, that is, that is a pretty big draw. A lot of people like Lil Wayne, I'm not a fan, sure. but there's a draw there. Right. 
I, what do you like? What is the because the venue is going to get some hate for it, but they didn't make the decision. You know, the promoter, the the, the ticketing agency, they're all going to be dealing with the outcome of this. But not a, my philosophy is is this, and I'm not a performer, so I can't really speak to it. But like. The people that make you are your fans, right? They're the ones that buy your music. They're the ones that attend your concerts. They buy your merch. They're the reason you are who you are. You should try to make them happy. Right. I mean, and he makes the point, and I don't know exactly what was going on in the audience. I haven't seen video of that. We don't know. Maybe or maybe they were all sitting there on their phones very quiet. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a reason he felt this way to give him the benefit of the doubt. But at that point, you should... Maybe think to yourself, what can I do to get these guys going? You know, these fans are here. They paid for a show. Let's give them a show. I'm going to do my best to perform as good as I can. And if they don't appreciate it, I guess that's their fault. But I did my best. Right. Well, there's a tweet out that said Lil Wayne saying nobody showed support. They literally bought tickets to your show. How is that not showing support? Absolutely. I don't know, man. So that's interesting. And it was the final stop on this tour. So usually the final stop, it's like it's the big payoff. And usually you pick a location for that final stop that's kind of a, a big location for you for whatever reason. Um, and L.A. is a big, you know, big location, big city. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the the, uh, the aftermath of this is. You know, if there ends up being some lawsuits or if people end up getting their money back or what happens. Right. Because that's kind of a bummer. You know, you pay that. And I don't, I don't know how much tickets were. But I, even if they were forty dollars, you know that's that's money. That's hard money that you spent for something and you did not get what you thought you were going to get. Charlemagne calls Lil Wayne corny for ending the show early. Whoa, yeah, and he's that's a bigger name in the music industry. So. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, we'll see what happens if there's any sort of uh, if people get money back or what happens with that. But that's kind of a unfortunate situation and. I'm sure Lil Wayne had his reasons for it, and they're probably legit. I don't, we don't know what those are. He'll probably say more about it, but um, still, that's a, that's a crummy situation to be in as a fan. Paid the money, made the time, maybe you made arrangements to, you know, if you got kids, find a babysitter, right. what, whatever the situation is, and then you show up, and then a half hour later, you're going home. Man, that's not fun. Anyway, funner note, I use the word funner. Yes. Uh, lots oh, of, uh, what's that? I said I'll allow it. <laughs> lots of free. So I got distracted. Uh, lots of free music coming to the State Fair. We got the announcement as to who's going to be playing this year at the State Fair. Um, we'll share some highlights from that lineup coming up here in a little while. Music also on the way for you from Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift here at Mix and Awake. Good morning. We touched a bit of a nerve with the Lil Wayne conversation earlier about the concert that he only performed a little bit of. We've gotten some more Listen, messages in that we you, wanted to touch on. You touched her nerve as soon as you said Lil Wayne. <laughs> you're not. You're, I'm you're such, off. You're such a not fan. I, I just don't like him. Why? I think he's garbage. Wow. <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> I think he's... So my, my take on Lil Wayne quickly is I think he's a great feature artist as a part of a song. Okay, I can see that. Um, similar to like uh, I love Two Chains as Two as as somebody appearing on a song with somebody else. Okay, I don't think his music on his own is quite as strong. There's there's two things I will give Lil Wayne credit for. Okay, one for like. Yeah, sometimes his lyrics aren't the greatest, but he's recorded so many songs over the years. It's crazy that he's hits. coming up with different yeah. lyrics. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. And two, I will appreciate him for creating Young Money. Okay. Other than that, I just don't, because of Bedrock. Other than that, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> give him anything. So. I don't get the hate, but 
I guess you can feel that way. I I, I appreciate. I did. Music. I did like his first album. Though, okay, fair with enough. The Young and Blues. So we got some more commentary in from our mobile app uh, messages. Eric commented, "You guys didn't even mention the fact that he showed up hours late." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good point. Which, yeah. which, to be fair, Eric, I did tell Nick off air. I'm like, do you didn't mention this part? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, because by itself, the fact that the show was only 30 minutes long, but yeah, he, the show started three hours late. Then it only lasted 30 minutes. See, I'm having Juicy J flashbacks. <laughs> uh, Shelby commented, isn't it his job and his hobby? I can't tell my boss I'm not doing my job because the customer may be bad. Yes, Shelby. <laughs> yes. 100% agree with you. And then Evan actually tied in with what Shelby said and commented saying, so is he only getting paid for the 30 minutes that he performed or is he actually getting the same amount of money he would have gotten? Oh, I'm sure he's getting his money. I don't, the venue, though, I mean, because the venue and the ticket, pr- the promoter, all those people play a role in that. And they're probably going to be in order to do some damage control because they're probably going to end up paying some money back to people. Mm. I don't I don't know. I don't know the legalities of that. I don't know. Interesting. But it's a very interesting situation. So on a much happier note, oh, uh, concert-wise, let's, let's switch gears. Minnesota State Fair, they've been announcing their summer lineup for all the stuff going on at the State Fair in August, end of August, beginning of September this year. And the latest announcement is the free music lineups. Hey, and it's all Lil Wayne cover bands. <laughs> In your They'll only perform for 30 minutes and then they're done. It's free though. Okay. Good. Good. But no, so there's actually some some interesting uh, acts that are going to be playing as a part of this. And Lauren actually put together some of the highlights. I, a couple of standout names that you might know. So Chris Cruzy from The Voice. Yes. Uh, Wisconsin native is going to be playing one of the days. Uh, another name of interest. Uh, remember Soul Asylum? I do. They had one hit. They did. Or two maybe. I think well, one. one major. We had a couple, but yeah, one that... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the second single. Where's Steve? Second all, single, Steve. All I can think of is Runaway Train. No, they did have another one, though. I can't did remember they? what it was. It was not as big as Runaway Train. Was it Misery? That might be it, yeah. Uh, and then another one of note that's kind of interesting is the Bacon Brothers. Now, I said this to you initially, and you are like, who? Well, yeah, because I just hear the Bacon Brothers, and I'm like, all right, I could eat. Kevin Bacon and his hey. brother. They they do uh um they they've been doing this for a while now. They do you know, um there's some about him that rubs me the wrong way too. I don't like Lil Wayne and I don't like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> what is wrong? Like people that a lot of people like and you're just like, nah. I'm you know good. what my favorite scene of Kevin Bacon is in a movie? Friday the thirteenth when he gets the arrow. <laughs> you are spicy today. I am. I'm a little spicy. <laughs> a little chili pepper. I'm red hot, baby. <laughs> Uh, so those are a couple of the highlights of names you might. There's a, a lot of other regional acts that are a part of this. It's the free shows at the Liney Lodge, which, by the way, are just a lot of fun because you can grab a, you know, it's a great place to sit down and just relax if you've been walking around all day uh, or enjoy a beverage and, uh, and some live music. Uh, I actually have seen a, a couple of great up-and-coming acts of different genres um, there before they became big, which is kind of fun, too. So uh, you can check out the full list. Lauren has it on our mobile app and at mixandweight.com. Ian, yeah, you're going to hang go a little cool longer. Off? Oh. Cool down a little bit. <laughs> Deep breath. Woosa. There you go. Uh, so you're going to be giving somebody the chance to win some tickets to see Florida again soon. That's right. Make sure you're listening. Around 920, I'm going to give out my next name for Florida tickets. For everyone that registered on the Mix 108 app, be listening because you need to call back to claim your tickets. Also kicking your work day off right with 80 minutes, nonstop commercial-free hit music and my throwback jam of the day. All coming up here at Mix 108.